Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of the Just Saying podcast. Today is October 19th, and today we are going to be doing a little discussion of both week five and uh, week six of the NFL season. Episode five. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Just Same Podcast. It's it's been a minute since we've uh, recorded. It's been quite some time. Yeah, we uh, we missed last week. Um, kind of unforeseen circumstances. Uh, Sam, you were traveling. I, I was traveling. It was our fall break at Arizona State, so I was. So Sam out of town. sprinted off to Disney World. Yeah, he had, well, he, had to get, he had to go get his rides uh, in. Yeah, I was in California um, for most of it. Um, but then also back home in Vegas, and I know Jack and I both kind of had our fair share of games when we were uh you were still here but when i was at home i also caught a couple different games so. definitely yeah i actually i saw uh, last uh, week well it was week five i saw week five cardinals versus uh niners my dad came in for the game uh it was a little bit of a sweat um i, I mean i'm sure we'll talk about it a little later with what we got in store but uh i would say that that was uh that was one of the close i mean that is the second closest game we've played all season aside from the vikings Behind game the vikings, yeah. yeah so that was a, that was a really uh interesting one and it was uh I think it was pretty cool, all in all, especially because I uh, got to see Trey Lance's first career start. So Divisional be, game, too. Yeah, that'll be something to talk about. But at any rate, yeah. So And then you, you went to a Golden Knights game. I okay. caught the last Golden Knights, or the second to last Golden Knights preseason game, uh, which was pretty awesome. I think preseason's if you, back. If you've never been to a Golden Knights game, I don't think you understand the kind of atmosphere that's in that hockey arena. It's just mm-hmm. like the fans get really into it. Everyone's rowdy because it's Vegas, so... Even though it was a preseason game, everyone was treating it like a regular season game, which was awesome. And yeah, then, uh, of course, I mean, anything you read about the the Vegas or T-Mobile Arena, that the players and fans unanimously say it's the best oh, arena yeah. in hockey. It's super fun. It's it's fun to go to those games. I'm not even a huge hockey guy, but it's just yeah. fun to go and watch well, um, hockey live over hockey on TV. It's totally different. it's it's almost and, like and baseball. playoff hockey. Yeah, playoff hockey is top tier. Same thing with baseball. I think like playoff baseball is exciting. I've never really gone to many baseball games, but I think it's kind of the same thing. It's like Playoff hockey and playoff baseball are just so much better than the regular season. Yeah, but playoff hockey, I'll sit down and actually watch. Oh yeah, with like with the intent to it's playoff baseball, hundred percent faster pace. That playoff baseball is a little more. I got to kind of walk into it. I no, kind of have no plans. I completely got you. And but, then uh, later in that week, I also went to you know the Rebels game at Allegiant Stadium. Which big game, big game. They, they lost away. Utah State, but <laughs> it was probably the worst refereeing in the last minute and a half that I've ever seen in my life. There's a couple really questionable calls that... The, uh, the like, slot machine, not, by the way. The slot machine and the side of the stadium. So sick. I, you texted me about it and I saw the video. That's very cool. They did it after every turnover and touchdown. So it got its, <laughs> it got its good use in. But um, just before we start also, I just... It's necessary for me to make an apology. I guess Jack pointed out that last week in our recording, I do have a dog... And I live in an apartment, and when we record, I usually put him in my bedroom. And he's been he's been pretty good about it, uh, being patient with us while we film our very long episodes yeah. in some cases. And I guess in last episode, he let out a pretty loud uh, <laughs> whine or yawn or whatever it was to let us know that he was uh, kind of not content with yeah, us. Yeah, he wasn't happy. I, I promise we're, we're taking care of him. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's definitely spoiled, so you don't have to worry about his uh, well-being at all. But uh, let's actually, we, we kind of had a plan in terms of uh, catching up on the last two weeks, yeah. and I think we should just kind of dive right in. 
a I lot think has happened. A lot has happened. And I think the best way for us to approach it is kind of just like a division by division block. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say that, we'll kind of just go division by division around the NFL. And, you know, we can either talk about in depth about their past two games, one game, you know, et cetera, and a blanket statement if that's all we have to say about a team. Um, but I think we should just start right off. Why don't we just go with AFC East? Okay. Let's go AFC East and let's uh, let's look at the uh, let's talk about the Bills first. Bills played last night, so pretty recent. Uh, lost to the Titans, which was odd, but I mean, still one of the best teams in football. I think that just kind of sums it all up. Like crazy defense, even a more insane offense. I don't yeah. know what else to really say about that. I think you kind of summed it up, but I think it's kind of a tale of two weeks. I would say yeah. out of week five, they, I really thought that they were just clearly the best team in football in the, in the NFL. Yeah, um, and which they may may very well still be. Um, but you know, they walked out of Kansas City with a pretty defiant win, mm-hmm. um, which was kind of scary because it felt like everyone in in the world thought that the Bills would win that game, and they still came in and dominated, yeah. which usually doesn't happen that way. So I guess you kind of look at yesterday as like a letdown game almost. Just they yeah, had such an emotional high, and, and and quite honestly, like I I think. The, the thing to talk about or that everyone's talking about is that uh, questions over the fourth down, um, mm. that fourth down decision where they uh, they run it and then Josh Allen kind of slips and they, they fall up short. Um, I think I, if he doesn't slip, he gets it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's tough. A lot of people were like, you have to kick it. You mm. know, then the model comes out and says, obviously, the touchdown is, is the better play. But it's just like, that, that's just that thing that, every year it spurs that debate like the, the analytics versus yeah. like feel side of football and you can't um, what if it either like yeah. what happened happened but I thought he was going to kick the, the field goal quite honestly I thought that they were going to do it that's that's what I personally thought they should have done but I think they were just moving it so easy yeah. like the past couple of drives before that that they are just like you know what we're hot let's continue to I push agree. it let's just win the game here because you never know what happens in overtime I agree. especially if the Titans get the ball first but like you said, it's going to be debated, but in the end, that's the call. That it is what it is. It is, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, is it was it Chris Broussard? Is that his name? I saw. I saw. I think he, was it you that sent the Same, clip? Yeah. I, I didn't watch it, but yeah. I saw that uh, you guys were saying that it was pretty uh, blasphemous. He was on. Uh, I don't know what show he was on. It might have been this morning or last night, and he was talking about the uh, the Bills' loss. And he basically said he basically alluded to the fact that uh, Taylor Lewan is the starting left tackle for the Bills, mm. and that he was like this guy Dawkins, who is like the Bills' starting left tackle, probably one of the highest paid players on their team. Uh, he was like this backup Dawkins, you know, gets destroyed here. You know, that's what happens. It was just really funny. Taylor Lewan is the left tackle for the Titans, so he just was totally wrong. Kind of great when you can't do your job that you're, you <laughs> yeah. know, paid a lot of money to do. Exactly. But let's let's go to the uh, the Patriots cuz I think that they're kind of uh, an interesting team. Um personally, I'm not really sure if they're a bad team who can play well on a week-to-week basis or if they're a good team that gets stagnant any given week. I think as part of my take would describe it, they're a frisky team. That's a good word. I, I think cuz they could win, they could win on any given Sunday. Mac Jones is a game manager. I don't think he'll win you games in like which I guess we've kind of seen um, against the Bucks. Even though he did, he, uh, well, I, I actually can't say that because he would have won in the game. But like, I just, I mean, if you can't win at home, aren't they own, they're own four at home? Own four at home. That's well, worrisome to me. Especially, I mean, they easily could have lost that game at Houston. Oh they, yeah, they were getting like kind of dominated the mm-hmm. whole game and, and then pulled it out when winning 25-22. 
But yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking right now. Is there any other team that's 0 4 at home? Or, I mean, okay, the Eagles and Giants are both 0 and 3. The Lions are 0 and 3 at home. No other teams 0 and 4 because no other teams played. Actually, teams have played four games. Excuse me, I'm stupid. But um, yeah, at any rate, that's that just isn't really characteristic of a uh, of a Bill Belichick yeah. team. Yeah, for sure. I and like you said, the other teams that you mentioned, you kind of expect that from them almost, but not the Patriots. Like, yeah. Patriots win at home, but maybe that's just is that Tom Brady thing. Well, what's up with the? Uh, I mean, I see a lot of talk about it on on Twitter because uh, Jonu Smith signed what. $50 million deal this offseason yeah. when they signed both uh, Henry and, and yeah. Johnny Smith to the big deals. Uh, Johnny Smith has 16 receptions for 124 yards this season. So, I mean, look, I, trade candidate? I'm not a math major, Cut but, candidate? but $50 million is a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money for 124 yards thus far. I wonder, I could see him potentially getting moved for the deadline, especially if they're. A trade wouldn't surprise Henry. me. Yeah. I think the more realistic is that they keep their team and maybe deal them before next season. Yeah. That's true. Just kind of keep it all together for the chem- like chemistry for uh, Mac Jones, especially as well. Maybe they just see what yeah. Maybe they just see what they have in store. I, I don't really. I, I can't really. I don't know what to f- think Speculate about them. I mean, Bill Belichick's like like dousing blood from his mouth on the that sideline. That was crazy. And Steve Belichick is like still, the scariest looking guy. Still doing the like yeah. mouth thing. That he's, he's the done scariest guy. Yeah, he's got a mullet though. It's pretty sick. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's interesting about the AFC East actually is the uh, the Dolphins. They're in clear last place. So let's let's go in reverse order. We had the Bills in first, the Patriots in second, the New York Jets in third. Which the bye week is their friend. Yeah, I was gonna say that may be a little <laughs> skewed because of the bye week. We might have two tied for last. But uh, if you're the Jets, a bye week's a win. I have a friend. Me and Jack both have this uh, the same friend who's a huge Jets fan and. Before they played the Falcons in London, he texted me and told me that it was a lock, that they were going to win, and they were going to win big. And I told him, eh, I'm not too sure. And he, he was leaning on their defense. He said that they have a really good run defense, blah, blah, blah. And the Falcons ended up winning that game, which is what I predicted. But, I mean, they're kind of – that's why the Titans' win over the Bills yesterday was so weird is because they haven't been great. Yeah. And, like, but they, they lost to the Jets. Yeah. So well, Jets I mean, are weird team. Yeah, I mean if you really if you really think about it, the the Jets beat the Titans, Titans beat the Bills, Bills beat the Chiefs. The ti- I mean the Jets might be one of the best teams in football. <laughs> oh yeah, when you really get down to it. Super Bowl champions twenty twenty one. Zach Wilson, which by the way, our friend Noah, who I previously just mentioned, he refers to Zach Wilson as Wall Street Wilson. Jeez. And he claims that he coined that. I don't know how true that is, but... I don't like that name. Wall Street Wilson. He's got to be putting up some better numbers to, to get that one in my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stock's got to be rising, yeah. not falling. Now, let's look at Miami. A, a surprise 1-5 in five team. Dumpster I think, fire. Yeah, I, I think when you look at Miami, I think there's a lot of excitement coming into the season in terms of this could be the team that maybe challenged the Bills, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, was uh, coming into their own. They went 10-6 and six last year with Tua and Fitzpatrick. Um, All the talk about their, their DBs, too, being the best yeah. in the league and what, what's happened there. Exactly. I, I, they're, they're an interesting case. I mean, they're uh, 0-2 at home, so winless at home. 1-3 uh, on the road. Who's their one win against? It's... Uh, uh, oh, the Patriots, week one. Yeah. They beat the Patriots, yeah. So that I find that one interesting. I mean, I, I, I won't hold it against Brian Flores because I still think he's a great coach. Um, and I think that they uh, they got something in, in their pass rushers, like Jalen Phillips, Gregory Rousseau, that they drafted. But 
do you think next year is Fire. his last chance? Uh, Flores? Uh-huh. I don't know. I think that they, they got to get this quarterback situation figured out. It seems <laughs> like, it, it, I mean, it's been clear to me for a while. I mean, two is not the guy. Two is not the guy. But I, if you're if you're the Dolphins, do you seriously inquire about Deshaun Watson at this point? I mean, if I'm the owner of any team, I can't do that. I, with, I agree. With, I think it's suicide. But, yeah. like, but I mean, I don't I've know, heard they, some rumblings. The, the Dolphins are just... They need to figure. I, I actually have no idea. I have no further comment on them. I think that they're a pretty bad team. They are bad, quite honestly. That division is just kind of besides the Bills, not the best. Yeah, they weren't satisfied with one and zero though, one and five. Yeah, well, that almost sounds like the, uh, the Jags, Jags yeah. quote from last year. Not satisfied with one and zero, lose the next twenty games. Yeah, but uh, now it's, we can jump into the AFC North, which uh, the Ravens looking pretty sharp. Oh they're, man, they're. they're Dominated the Chargers, which was a surprise. Dominated the Chargers, and the Chargers were a team that was trending up. It seemed like, and and even bigger was Week Five that uh, it's a pretty big win over the Colts. I mean, quite honestly, pretty mm. heart wrenching or gut wrenching for the uh, the Colts. That was the Lamar's that, best statistical game of his career. Yeah, so. I, he's balling. Um, I I think the Ravens are really good, and I I really thought they were going to be a good team coming into the season. So I can't say I'm surprised, mm. but. Uh, when everything happened with their running backs at the start of the season and mm-hmm. then losing uh, Marcus Peters, Peters yeah. I thought it was going to be a, a wrap. Yeah, t- not, yeah. Not, not even not, just a tougher road. Right, you know what yeah. I mean? But wow, that, that, I mean they they seem to be the clear best team in that division. They may. I mean, after the Bills loss, you might even be able to make the argument that they're the best team in the AFC. In the AFC, I. I I could get on board with that. Yeah, and it's kind of funny that they've been so uh, adamant on maintaining that 100-plus yard rushing streak, which aren't yeah. they tied for the NFL record right well, now? No, they, they it broke. It, oh. So they had, what was it, 20 games, and then they lost it, and so I think now they're back at one game. Did they lose it against the Colts? Uh, whoever they played, was it was it the Colts that they, they lost? Last, yeah, last week. Yeah. Oh, wow, that sucks. I mean, it's kind of honestly very impressive that yeah. they've been able to even do that with kind of the ragtag group of running backs that they had back there. Le'Veon scored on Sunday. He looks so hideous in that number. He did, yeah, is it seven? Seventeen. Oh yeah. Have 17. you seen that? Yeah, but my favorite number, by the way. Le'Veon on the uh, on the Ravens is just like a humorous statement to say three years ago. No, well, <laughs> you know how old he is, right? Twenty-eight. 29. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah, that's so why you, young. That's why you don't pay your running backs. Yeah, I He's guess 29. So. He, he can't even really like seem to sprint anymore. Yeah, and like what, three years ago, he was like, if not number one, top three, yeah. four or five. That might have been four, four or five years ago now, actually. Probably four, yeah. Because he lost a year in there with the with the with contract. And then the Jets and that yeah. whole debacle, yeah. But uh, the Bengals. I think the Bengals, quite honestly are on the fringe of being a, a, a pretty solid team, but I think all in all their offense is actually good. So fringe good team, but that all depends on their defense is what you're saying. Yeah, I think their offense is good. Oh, yeah. Well, they played the Lions this last week. and Killed. Definitely. You know, it's weird to say, but I think Jamar Chase was the right decision. I mean... In the draft? Is that fair to say? insanely good. It didn't fit what they really yeah. needed, but he's been he the is. best wide receiver rookie. In a, in a long... I mean, well, Justin Jefferson broke Justin the record Jefferson. last year, which he, is insane. But, I, I mean, I, I think I put it in our column. 
the Jamar Chase uh, joined Randy Moss as the only players in the Super Bowl era age 21 or younger with five-plus reception touchdowns in their team's first five games. That was crazy. That was as of last uh, last week. And, uh, I mean, he played another good game. So, yeah, I think the Bengals can score with the rest of the teams and mm-hmm. with the rest of the good teams in the league. I think that they're, they're officially good offense. Yeah, well, that just makes me feel even better that my Bears got <laughs> three or four turnovers actually on on that team. But you know, uh, well, interesting about the the Bengals is uh, last week they played in the the uh, pa- played against the Packers with the five missed field goals in a row. Yeah, and we weren't able to talk about that. And they sh- might have been able to win that game. They, I that mean, they definitely weird, sh- weird streak. There. Definitely should have. They had. A, I mean, they even celebrated the game as if they won it. Yeah. Uh, turns out they didn't. Choked in OT. <laughs> uh, but. That brings yeah. us to the Steelers. The Steelers. I uh, got a win on Sunday. I'm I, surprised. What, I mean, if Russell Wilson's playing, they probably don't. Let's just yeah, be realistic. Uh, just wait till we talk about Russell I mean, Wilson in that in that hole. Oh yeah. In that yeah, hole. yeah. Don't don't worry, guys. We're gonna get yeah. to that. Geno Smith uh, hasn't played in what? He hadn't started in like two years, three years. It has to be that. What was, was the last team he started on? The the Jets. The probably Giants. The, probably the Jets or I Giants. I don't even know. Yeah. That's, I'm I mean, not even sure, to be honest with you, but I think I saw something that said like it was his first time starting in like two years. That's insane. Which is crazy. So, yeah. I mean, obviously you're most likely going to win that game, especially with the defense you have. Uh, TJ Watt playing at the level that he is, punching people. Exactly. He's, he's a heavyweight. Just sucker punching people. <laughs> well, I mean, when you, when you talk about the Bengals, or I mean, we're not talking about the Bengals, I'm sorry. When, when you talk about the Steelers, I think definitely, like you said, you got to talk about uh, TJ Watt, but especially like this whole... You know, Mike Tomlin, uh, they've never gone uh, uh, under 500. You know no, what I mean? That is crazy. Yeah. Tomlin's been the Steelers coach for a long time. A very long time. For as long as I can remember, at yeah. least. And so, I mean, I was I, I was pretty down in the dumps on the Steelers even just two three weeks ago. And I kind of just wrote them off as I knew what they are. And I think I kind of still do. But... I think that's a pretty solid two wins to get back to 500. I agree with you. I just think that overall they're limited by Big Ben, and it's not like yeah. it's not like he can't throw the ball deep because I feel like that was some of the problems that were being had with like Drew Brees, for example. Yeah. Um, he still he still has a cannon. He still can get it there, but just like he can't move, and yeah. like just some of the mental errors, like his little pump fake fumble was kind of like just like dude, what are you doing? The master of the pump fake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he kind of puts him in precarious situations at times so i think like but you don't have any better option you mm-hmm. can't go to rudolph it'd be very interesting decision to go to haskins so i think it's probably just as bad so i don't know They're, they are a weird team i don't really know what the rest of their schedule looks like let's see who they play this week are they on a bye i think they are on a bye this upcoming week you just said yeah i um, think they are so get a week off kind of regroup yeah, kind of an right. early bye though which kind of so I'm not a huge fan of that, yeah. yeah. But um They might need it. They might yeah, exactly. <laughs> they actually might need it to kind of regroup, kind of figure stuff out. So But yeah, so after the Steelers last we place get to Browns. Look at the Browns, who are in last place, tied for last place. Um They're pretty beat up. Pretty beat up roster wise. They're both their running backs ended up being out versus the cards. Even I mean No, no, that's Kareem not, Hunt played. Kareem Hunt played. Well but yeah, now he's I'm out. saying yeah, like now eventually he's out. ended yeah, up yeah. being out. Yeah. yeah. Kareem Hunt, and they put their rookie, uh, Jeremiah Owusu, I can't even say his last name, JOK, mm-hmm. they put him on IR. Um, so they have both Kareem and JOK on IR, and then Chubb was just announced out for their upcoming game again. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to adjust my fantasy lineup then. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, and Baker was in a sling. Uh, well, yeah, Baker has a torn labrum. That shoulder keeps popping yeah, up. Yeah, he right? has a, a torn labrum, which is just pretty interesting. I mean, I think that kind of, I think they kind of go to show you uh, how uh, people can get kind of carried away with a team looking into the season mm-hmm. and uh, maybe overlook. Not that you can predict injuries whatsoever, but maybe just overlook some flaws because I, I don't think that their uh, defense is quite what people uh, drew it up to be. Yeah, people were saying that they had the most talented roster in the NFL, which may have been true. Um, but like we mentioned, a whole bunch of injuries. Their defense, not many injuries there as compared to the offense, I don't think, because their offense are miss- missing both tackles, right? Yeah, they missed both tackles, which we forgot to mention. But yeah, I mean, I, I think with the Browns, at the end of the day, you're handcuffed to how far Baker will Baker, take her. Yeah, and now he's playing with the Twin Labrum, so yeah, that's exactly. going to make it even worse. But, I mean, interesting enough, with the, the AFC North... The uh, Ravens, Bengals, and Browns both have uh, positive point differentials, and the Steelers are the only ones with a negative. Kind of, kind mm-hmm. of interesting. That is interesting. But they, I mean, some of those numbers may be skewed. I think. Oh yeah. The other three teams may have played worse competition over the course of six weeks. Yeah. Let's let's dive into the AFC South though. I, who I think is is clearly the worst, worst division in mm-hmm. football. Um, I am. The Titans got a big win last night. Uh, Derrick Henry, it's kind of comical just how good he is at this point. Uh, I, I don't even no comment. He's uh, a big boy and he yeah. can run. He can rumble. And yeah. as, as uh, I will mention, Jack tweeted last night that if he was a DB, he would simply dive and chop at Derrick Henry's legs, which simply. sounds like an easy task. But I know. would simply just chop his legs. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I'm allowed to say that because Derrick Henry. Has a hundred plus yards against every team but the Cardinals. He had fifty six yards, mm-hmm. I believe, against the Cardinals. So he sucks. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it? I think that's one of the most funny things about sports is like we can sit on the couch and just judge these like yeah. superhuman athletes like all day long, and then obviously don't have the same abilities. But it's just it's just fun. It's just that's why it's great to be a fan. Yeah, talking about that, let's let's trash on Carson Wentz a little bit. Which is my favorite thing to do. I, I'm I'm actually kidding. Carson Wentz has played good the last two weeks. Two weeks yeah, he's looked he's looked a lot more comfortable. Um, I'm still not in on Carson Wentz, but uh, I think that the uh, the Colts are trending up, which I believe you know we kind of said that they needed some time to really figure out their roster, but I still need to see more. Wentz could crumble at any second, though. That's like I, the one thing with him: injury prone. But I mean, maybe the the Frank Wright connection is what's bringing him back on you know and i think with the the thing with the colts their next four games are really gonna decide it for them in my opinion uh and it's for a variety of reasons so they go at niners versus titans versus jets versus jaguars so you gotta beat the jets and the jaguars and if you really want to you know make a run at this division you'd like to beat the titans considering they already beat you Mm -hmm. um so, in my opinion, if you come out of this stretch two and two, that's not really that ideal. And if you come out of this stretch with three losses, it's over. You need at least three wins. Yeah, I think in my opinion. And and, and so and I think what ties into it too, because people will be like, oh, you know, we're six weeks in, you know, week ten, it's not over. Well, you also got to think about the Eagles own the Colts' first round pick, and the first round pick is tied to Carson Wentz's snap usage. So, or snap count, I'm sorry. So if the Colts are trending to where they're clearly not going to have a threat at the playoffs, why are they going to keep playing Wentz? Yeah, you know what I no mean? Point to, yeah. So I think that these uh, these next four games will be uh, pretty big for their season. Which brings us to the Texans. 
also tough to talk about. Very bottom of the league. Uh, you know, they got that win in week one, which made us overly optimistic, especially when Tyrod Taylor had the week that he did. But they were also playing the Jaguars. I'm still waiting to see Tyrod back. I need him back. But uh, the yeah. Davis Mills experiment is not working out. Davis Mills is just bad. Yeah. Uh, it was a cool thought that he could have been one of the the, the best rookie quarterback. Um, and honestly, they played they played the, the Patriots close at home, so that was. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, good for them. Davis Mills threw for three hundred yards against the Patriots. Arguably, could have won that. Yeah. Game, but um, and you know, uh, it's going to be tough for them now. They have to travel to uh, Arizona, and they got to play uh, JJ Watt and DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, I just don't really, I don't really see a world in where those two guys go easy on them. You just don't. You don't think that the face mask bong boy Laramie Tunsil can, <laughs> can block good enough? To... Is he on the IR now? I'm not sure. I think he might be. Well, either way, that makes it even worse. <laughs> face mask bong boy. <laughs> Laramie Tunsil draft. Uh, yeah, Laramie Tunsil's on IR. Oh, okay, never mind then. As makes makes it even yeah. worse for, yeah. for Davis Mills back there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the Texans are are a bad team, and, and mm-hmm. the Jaguars are a bad team as well. Um, but they have a very honorable head coach who seems to be a leader of men mm. and who every man wants their son to grow up to be. I mean, don't they say that God gives his biggest struggles to his toughest warriors? Exactly. Urban is overcome. And, and, and Urban's <laughs> overcoming him. He's just uh, got his win, first win in London, which has to be pretty memorable for him and the team. And I'd say it's fitting that he didn't win in the States. Wasn't the um, kicker who won the game like a software engineer like – a month Not or even so sure. before they picked him up. Oh, that's sure. right, because Josh Lambeau is done. Yeah. Is, is done in Jacksonville. That, that does sound... Uh, I'm pretty sure I actually was. never heard that story. I, I think I saw that today on Twitter. He was like, a, something that had to do with engineering, and he was putting up basically like huddle mixtapes of him kicking <laughs> on Twitter and like social media, and eventually <laughs> they picked him up. and Irwin was scrolling on Twitter, and he saw it. Yeah. <laughs> just looking at all the news about him, and just saw this guy just booting 60 Yeah, I need this. Yeah. So, I mean, huge win for them. Um, I mean, but to put it in perspective, it was against the Dolphins. Who I we just previously said is a dumpster fire of a team. So I agree. I think uh, I uh, I never really actually. I take that back. I did enjoy watching Trevor Lawrence play a lot at Clemson, but I kind of had in, inside of me. I kind of just zagged where everyone was like, Trevor Lawrence is the next greatest thing Mm -hmm. just because that never seems like it's going gonna go well you know what i mean yeah so i was like eh i think this this could be bad um i'm starting to see it i'm starting to see how good he is uh i i'm not gonna say that he's like you know the best rookie quarterback to ever walk in the nfl but uh, i'm starting to see the talent but definitely has a big arm i know that all clemson fans are wishing that he was still there because they're depressed right now they suck with their (laughs) record and their current quarterback but yeah he can make the big put, the big throws, the big plays, but like you said, through six weeks, he's very mixed bag, so we need to see a little bit more consistency before we're able to yeah. make a fair I agree. evaluation. I'm just starting to see some throws where I'm like, okay, I'm, yeah. I, I see the development. Right. You're going through your reads, you're, you're making better throws, and you're just seeing the game better. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's always hard to be good when you have that kind of... Not like that premature notion that you're going to be like the guy yeah. from before you even get into college. So that actually tough. that actually leads me to a random question. I was thinking this last night. Do you think that rookie quarterbacks come into the NFL and like are realistic with 
the team that they go to and how bad that their team's going to be and how much they're going to struggle. Well, I think to a certain extent, yeah, probably because, I mean, if you think about Eli, Eli Manning, he just said, nah. Yeah, that's true. That, like, of course. But, like, I would say, what about, like, right now? Do you think, like... Like, Justin Fields is like, damn, Nagy's really holding me back. Like, like you th- yeah, I mean, well, Justin Fields, I wonder if he even knew anything about Nagy before he got drafted there. Because if he did, he'd be like, God. Well, I, probably I, I don't re- I don't really know because uh, I think Nagy was actually good friends with Brian Day, which is uh, why he really wanted to draft him. I think gotcha. that they kind of had that connection there. But I, I'm sure they, I mean, because all of them are football fanatics, right? For the most part, so you, you'd assume that they are watching a good amount of NFL football. So I guess that he knew about the situation he was getting himself into. But I guess for a field specifically. You'd have to assume, oh, maybe it was just Trubisky. Yeah. But now it's clear that's not the case. I just, like, have this image of, like, a young, hopeful quarterback, like, day by day, week by week, just, like, losing the smile and happiness behind him (laughs) because he just realized that this team actually sucks. Yeah, but, I mean, in the case of uh, Trevor Lawrence and, like, Zach Wilson, you you know what you're getting yourself into going into those teams. But do you think they know how bad it's going to be? What do you mean in terms of what? Just like, like I, I guess, like if you're getting drafted to the Jets, you're like, wow, my, like this team sucks. But like, I wonder if Zach Wilson was like, I'm gonna throw four interceptions or five interceptions to the Patriots like week three. Oh, probably not. I mean, because <laughs> you have to imagine all those guys are pretty confident in their own abilities. Yeah. So if something were to go wrong, they'd probably assume it'd be someone else. I mean, just like yeah, before the season, just kind of thinking. I don't know. So I'd, I'd assume that you know to some extent how the season was going to go for you and for the team. Fair. Um, So now we're on the AFC West, right? Which kind of started off as the best division. Now it's kind of creeping back down. It's it's getting kind of weird. I I think, uh, well, what's funny about it still is the Chiefs are in last place, um, like virtue of a tiebreaker. But, uh, yeah, the the Chargers kind of, uh, as we mentioned with respect to the, the Ravens, Seemed like they put on a little T show. They uh, they came back against the Browns. Uh, that was a massive win, huge win, like a really good win. Um, and it seemed like they were kind of almost on top of the world there, and then uh, dominated. Yeah, on, on Sunday. Yeah, it went from a really huge game from Herbert, um, particularly Herbert, kind of showed out that game, and then this past Sunday. He was very non-existent, actually. They, yeah, they were rather like they were pretty horrible, honestly. I. Uh, I'm always really dramatic when I bet on a team and they lose, so I vowed to never. <laughs> I, vowed, I vowed to never bet on Justin Herbert ever again in his career. Yeah, well, I think it also kind of came down to the fact that for whatever reason, the Chargers defense played really soft against the run. And Their run defense is horrible, terrible. So they it's I the worst mean, in the league, isn't it? Statistically, I, I believe it is. Yeah, I have it right. Let's see, actually. I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. Yeah. By by a mile, which is crazy because they actually have a pretty good defensive front. They have, I mean, their defense all around. Is pretty solid. So yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Surprising. It's weird. I don't understand that one. But, but so they're tied at the top of the Raiders. The, yeah, exactly. And the Raiders uh, tumultuous last couple of weeks for them to say the least. The Raiders, we got something to dive into, but uh, yeah, they uh, they rallied. They had a tough loss against the Bears uh, which last I loved, week, of course. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, which kind of felt inevitable when everything with Gruden was transpiring mm. and he was still on the sideline. Um, and then they come back with an inspired win. So yeah, yeah, they beat the Broncos, which I I kind of predicted honestly, just because the Vic Fangio defense isn't as good as I think people thought it was going to be. Yeah, I think uh, they sit Kyle Fuller, which 
I don't really know what's going on about that. I think that their defense is certainly good. Mm-hmm. I think that they were inflated with the teams that they played when we talked about them when they were oh, yeah. three and zero. Same with the Panthers. Yeah. So I I think that they were obviously like the way that they were looked at was was probably on a pedestal too high. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I kind of have similar feelings with the Broncos and the Panthers. Yeah. I I just think that they're. I just don't know if their defenses are good enough to keep them afloat with how like stagnant and bad their offenses can be at times. I completely totally I mean? agree with that, especially like not to jump straight into the Broncos because we haven't really said much about the Raiders, but like Teddy in their game against the Raiders <laughs> threw what three picks, two picks, something like that. Yeah, just very non-Teddy like yeah, in exactly. that aspect. So if you're gonna play like that, I mean they got it close at the end, but it wasn't going to be enough because Derek Carr was just hitting rubs all over the place and Vic Fangio's throwing challenge flags he didn't need to throw and it was just kind of a mess mess of a game for the Broncos yeah and the Raiders have uh they have a next uh I mean they, their next two games I should say are uh pretty nice first Eagles at Giants it would uh it'd be pretty cool if they could uh rip off Nice two right there and get to six and two and be heading uh, into home versus the Chiefs. I also wouldn't be surprised if they dropped one of those. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all, but I'm, I I just think if they were six and two heading into the Chiefs at home November fourteenth, nice little moment. That, that'd be a game. Yeah, that'd be really fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, because the Chiefs, the Chiefs have, that's also a night game. Chiefs have the Titans, which I think they'll win. I think the Titans are due for a letdown game after their big big win uh, last night, but. Um, so the Chiefs should start to slowly progress back up, even though we'll get to them in a second, but Patrick Mahomes looked a little suspect early on. So Yeah, uh, I, I would agree. I, I think, like, for me, as we kind of say this out loud, it seems like this division is just trending in, like, four different directions. Completely agree, yeah. You know Chargers, I mean? like, are kind of no middling. Idea. Yeah, you have no idea what to do with them. Because, they, I mean, they just shot up and then just, like, kind of crashed right out. back down. yeah. And then the Raiders have like Other fell, way. but now they're climbing. Yeah, but they, they still don't have a head coach, which we'll get into. Like, yeah, exactly. And then the Broncos are kind of bottoming out. They very low ceiling, mm-hmm. but it seemed to be high in the beginning. And then the Chiefs. I think they bottomed out last week when they got blown out by the Bills. Oh yeah, for and sure. I think that they might be on the come up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so that division in a whole, as Jack just mentioned, is kind of very it's all bizarre. Over the place. And, and this is another one with uh, the point differential. How about this? Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs. Chargers have the only negative point differential, and they're in first place mm-hmm. via a tie break. But still, that's inflated because of the Ravens game because they got blown out. But right. still a pretty uh, interesting uh, little number there. Which I guess we kind of covered all those teams, so let's just hop over to the NFC. Yeah, let's just go right, right down. the NFC East. Cowboys are good. The Cowboys are actually good. Cowboys are good. Trayvon Diggs is like... Defensive player of the year for sure right now. I saw the uh, the tweet and it's like Trayvon Diggs is just Jameis Winston at quarterback. He just <laughs> t- interception for a touchdown or he's getting beat. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, true. it's one or the other. Well, that happened against the Pats last game. He got he got the pick six in the very next play. He just gets destroyed. Although the safety, the, yeah. the safety kind of biffed on the tackle and should have been there for help uh, over yeah. the top, which was kind of funny because after Diggs got beat, did you see him turn around and be like? Dude, what? Like, where, where are you at? So that was funny, but um, yeah, very odd. But overall, I mean, when you have seven picks through six games and a touchdown, it's very, like, very impressive. Yeah, we'll yeah. take we'll take that any day. If you're the Cowboys, and, and I mean the Cowboys, they uh, 
they beat up on the Giants week five, uh, had a kind of a weird start, but then Daniel Jones concussion protocol and mm. they just took over. Yeah. And then uh, last week they, uh, or this past week they, uh, beat New England in overtime on the, uh, the walk-off, uh, uh, touchdown to C.D. Lamb. And wasn't that the first time that Jerry Jones has won, ever. won in Foxborough, right? Ever. Which is crazy think how long he's been to there. think about. Yeah, and that's why he was kissing people yeah. on the lips after the game. Yeah. He was ecstatic. That was like the best day of his life. Yeah, that's so. That's actually wild to think about because, I mean, the man has a whole stadium named after him, Jerry's World. Yeah. Well, a pseudo. Uh, I mean, it's his stadium. It's yeah. his stadium. But, like, to be the first time, I guess it just goes to show how dominant Belichick and Brady were together. Just unbeatable. Yeah, and how mediocre the Cowboys can be. Well, yeah, and that too, kind of, um, to think about that point is, I feel like the game that was played on Sunday usually rolls are reversed. I feel like if that was Brady and Belichick, the Patriots surely would have won that game, and the Cowboys would have found some way to blow it. That's kind of like the, uh, yeah, I kind of heard that getting floated around. It was kind of the... Uh... It was the usual Cowboys letdown that they won. Right. That shows that they're, you know, that there's some progression. They're improving, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think that's a good way to put it. And then, you know, NFC East, typical first place five and one, second place two and four. Yeah, trash. Just uh, the bottom three. Just we love it. You go from a uh, plus 59 point differential to Washington minus 50. And then Eagles minus fifteen, which is respectable. Giants minus sixty three. Yeah, Giants minus sixty three. Can you? That, that's just devastating. That is super devastating, especially to be owned for at home. Oh man. Yeah, it just makes no sense. But um, I guess we, since we're forced to talk about this horrible, this horrible division, let's quickly start it. Let's just get it over WFT. with. WFT. WFT. Let's uh, just get it over with. Sean uh, Taylor Sean, game. Big TikTok. Big t- big TikTok day for Jackson Mahomes, who's very controversial. Um, along with uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife, who's yeah. also very controversial on social media. I love it. I think it's good for the game. It's it's great for fans, just the banter going back yeah. and forth. But, oh, the TikTok was a little questionable decision to get it, into that roped-off area. Oh, but actually, it, it, based on what you read, it seems like it was entirely Washington's, like, their operations fault. Like, they actually, like, pushed him into that area. And, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and he was, like, quite literally, like, fenced into that area. That organization is um, just... Yeah, mess. they're they're ridiculous. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, game started rough against yeah, the Chiefs. This exactly. Past, this past week, they were doing pretty well, getting some defensive turnovers, which their defense has been surprisingly very bad. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought they were going to be good, um, but the case is that they're not really that good. Um, they really aren't. They're it's not. It's kind of weird. They made Patrick Mahomes look a little silly, uh, especially was it the second quarter that he threw that absolute? He threw two bad ducks when he was getting tackled. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, yeah, that one was bad. Straight up in the air. So that was that was along with like the uh, when he threw the ball was it week two or three where he was like falling down and threw it up and they got picked off. You know what it must be though. He made that really good one getting tripped Super up Bowl. in the Super Bowl and yeah. he got dropped. So maybe he's just like, oh, I'm about it. I'm about it. What, yeah, exactly. What's the stat? He has 14 interceptions in his last 15 games now. Mm-hmm. And insane. Yeah, which is completely unlike him. But he's still. Yeah, I mean it, the. One top three, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. So. Yeah, I mean that, that that's like the obvious answer. It's like yeah. people people like clown on Mahomes, like oh Mahomes throws so many picks. Like why don't people do this or say this? Like yeah, Mahomes also, is like twenty three with a Super Bowl and an MVP. Yeah, like, and he's also going to end up throwing like forty five touchdowns this year anyway. Yeah, so it's not going. He's on pace for fifty two, bro. Yeah, it's not going to matter. That's at the end of the stupid. Day. 
And that's the thing. You never want to get into a, a shootout with the Chiefs, yeah. no matter what's happening. So It's like, oh, Mahomes is playing a horrible year. Oh, Mahomes has tied the record for sixth most passing touchdowns in a year. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. He's playing horrible. So, I mean, Washington, Heineke's not the guy. They probably will have Ryan Fitzpatrick back in the starting lineup when he comes back. I would imagine very soon. Uh, you know what I was thinking about? I thought about this. I drove home from Vegas yesterday back to Tempe. And uh, I was thinking about, so Chase Young has kind of been pretty quiet this whole season. Um, I'm not sure if he has a sack yet. I think he might have one. Okay. Let me, let me check. Right I think quick. the last time, week four, when we did this podcast, he did not. Okay. I, I, yeah, he has one. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. He has two. He okay. Has, he's gotten one in back-to-back games. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But um, he kind of almost reminds me of almost like a Jadavian Clowney. Like, big Ooh. big name coming out. Supposed to be this. Ooh. You know what I'm saying, though? Oh, I love the take. But you know what I'm saying, though? Just because, like, big that, name coming off the edge kind of, like, wavers in their first couple of years. And then they I, we, might get it going later. But, like... We need more on Chase. This is Chase Young's second year. We need more... <laughs> But that's that's I, fair. I'm just I, making the early comparison. I actually love where you're heading because I've I really uh, was taking that approach with Jadavian Clowney specifically because a lot of people were quite hype about the uh, Browns defense when they signed Jadavian as if it was like this magic wand. Uh, Jadavian Clowney's never had a ten sack year. Um, if I, if I'm correct, like he may have, it may be even worse than that uh, in terms of his numbers. Um, he has so it. yeah. Was it? Was it the season he was on? It was the Seahawks when he had a really good year, huh? It was that year, I think, that he kind of showed out a little bit. He had a, I just remember on the Seahawks, he had a pick six on Kyler. Um, his last two years uh, in Houston, he played well. He had nine and a half sacks and nine sacks in Houston. Dude, he's kind of been all over the place. Yeah. Titans, um, Houston. It's been Houston, Seahawks, Titans, now Browns. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 uh, I love the hot take, honestly. I, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see where the, this Chase Young thing heads because, I, I mean, Hey, it's it's not the craziest thing in the world. Yeah. Chase Young does have nine and a half sacks on his career now through uh, through a season and a quarter. Yeah, and I'm not going to say that like Chase Young is obviously going to end up there, but I'm just like the early comparison about how both of their kind of careers have started almost looks very similar to me at least. I've never even thought of that, and I honestly love it. The, yeah. the one thing though about uh, Jadavian Clowney is he did miss his rookie year. Basically. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Actually, um, you say it. And then yeah, he like didn't even play a full season until like his third or fourth mm-hmm. year. So kind of that Ben um, Simmons. Yeah, well, Jesus. Which we'll get into that yeah, one uh, very briefly. Yeah, that's a whole different topic. But, but Eagles, uh, Eagles in dude, Philly. Stick to Philly. We are awesome at, at getting off track. Uh, let's talk Eagles ball. Um, I uh, sneaky frisky team. I think they're frisky. I think that they're also a bad team at the same time. Um, but they're like, if that makes sense, I think that they can. I mean, they the the Carolina win. Uh, I didn't really get to watch it that closely because I was at the the Niners game, uh, mm. kind of like moving around that whole morning. But uh, uh, our buddy Sammy, who's a massive Eagles fan, was not happy with that win. Really? Actually, claimed it was the most disgusting win he's ever watched. I think I they won off a, a block punt. <laughs> like uh, the only reason they won is because they blocked a punt and then they had a short field and Hurts finally scored a touchdown. Um, and then this last week they uh, played uh, Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, played pretty close with the, with the Buccaneers, all things considered. I thought yeah. the, the Bucks would have ran away with that one. They kind of made a late game push, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think. Uh, I think I. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is better than people give him credit for. He's had quite some pretty good statistical games. I think 
just kind of, you mentioned Sammy, I think when I've been over at your guys' house and he's been talking about it, he always complains that he can't hit uh, passes in the middle of the field. Yeah, he doesn't throw across the middle of the field is the is the complaint. But he can hit the deep ball, which, I mean, they've been doing a lot of this season from yeah. what I've seen, um, which is always kind of good to see as a fan, especially as a fan of the Bears who haven't been too great at that. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, the thing when you when you look at Jalen Hurts, you, I just would say that he's essentially a rookie quarterback. So mm-hmm. I think if you put him on scale with the other rookie quarterbacks and put it in perspective like that, I think he's a pretty impressive player. For oh yeah, how young he is. Mm-hmm. That's that's a young team too, just in general, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. So yeah. they have they have getting some even years younger. To, yeah, got rid of Hurts. So they're yeah. riding with uh, Dallas Goddard, who is, is good. I, I actually think he is good. Um, but since we Giants. have to, we'll talk Giants. Uh, they suck. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I'm they, they can't win at home. I mean, everyone on that team has gotten hurt already at this point, Yeah, seemingly. Uh, they decided they wanted to use uh, Kadarius Tony. They well, figured out that he's good or something. That was ama- That was the best part about it is not using Kadarius Tony and then playing him and he just goes off. Goes off and then punches a guy. Yeah, and, and then, then gets ejected. Starts to have a good week this week too, and then and hurts. And gets hurt, hurts his foot, of yeah. course. So um, I mean, it's just so Giants. I feel like, and then yeah. Daniel Jones. You never know if he's going to fumble the ball or throw a, an absolute dot downfield. Honestly, this this was muttered in my house while we watched this game uh, when Daniel Jones threw his third interception. Uh, I believe that we unanimously said that his career is over. Backup, career backup. Who said that? I feel like someone on the uh, the TV said that he's going to be. He'll look great. He'll look phenomenal as a backup quarterback. He'll be the most menacing looking backup ever. Whoa. Six six six. We talk about the MVP, Mitch Trubisky on the. That's Bills? fair. Actually, I didn't, he's on, now, he's a on. starter in my heart. But that. Uh, can we move on? I don't, I don't even yeah. want to talk let's, about. Let's it go to the NFC North. Yeah, let's talk about your division. Uh, Last game was disgusting. I feel like I've personally been so disrespected. It turns out that uh, Aaron Rodgers actually owns the skin on Sam Truman's body and uh, all and his soul. Fifteen and, million people that yeah, live in Chicago. He he actually owns every bit of happiness that Sam has ever uh, endured. Mm. So I'll well, let you, I'll let you take it away. It's crazy too because I didn't really realize that his record against the Bears is now like twenty five and yeah. six or whatever it is yeah. over his career starting. Uh, because I guess I just hold on to the wins so tightly that it feels like it's closer to me. Yeah. But um, we've had some great wins. I I mean, <laughs> the last time we beat him was awesome because it sent us into the playoffs against the uh, well, sort of. It, it kind of just solidified our our NFC title. Um, Eddie Jackson picked him off on the last uh, drive. Packers driving that game, but ever since then, it's you know it's been all Packers. Um, when he said he owned Chicago, I crumbled inside and then immediately turned the game off because I just did not want to watch. The uh, the immediate discount double check in the guy's face was it's pretty insane. Yeah, and then just... Yeah. It, dude, I... Uh, and then today he said he doesn't regret that he did it. Like, it's just he another, he sh- out. another <laughs> shot just straight into my heart. So it's, it's brutal. Aaron Rodgers, I hope that he goes to, like, the it's AFC West next year. Or... Yeah, yeah, and goes and plays for either the Broncos or somewhere not in the NFC North. So I don't have to see him, but then you know. Well, if he plays for the Raiders, you'll have to see him every pretty much every week on a billboard. Well, that'd be fine because then I could support him somewhat. But you would support him? You'd, you'd switch? Well, no, no, no. I'm saying if he was on the Raiders, I could support the Raiders. Oh, okay. But like, if I just know though that the NFL schedule creators 
if he moved teams, oh, they'd be like, Bears, Bears. have to play this team. And Week then one. And then he'd win. And Week then, one on, on uh, primetime. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be heartbreaking. But, so, Packers are pretty good. They have a lot of weapons. Their defense is kind of subpar, but their offense keeps them in games. And, and when you have Aaron Jones, Devonta Adams, A.J. Dillon's kind of coming into his own, and then Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, even with a beat-up offensive line, doesn't matter. They Aaron Jones, matter. very underrated running back. Dude. He's very good. He's so good, especially yeah. just like screen passes and mm-hmm. stuff, just like little uh, drop drop downs. He's he's probably one of the better running backs in the league at that. I would totally agree. And then, uh, well, I mean, Packers, they lose a, a really, really bad week one game. They, they uh, run off five in a row. That's so, right, uh, and now they're in sole. Sole first place. Yeah. And, and then, hey, I, I'm actually pretty impressed with uh, the way the, uh, the Bears have responded. Um, and... Also, like a little bit the Vikings. I would say Kirk Cousins is probably playing some of the best football that I've seen him play. Um, I thought like after they lost in Arizona with that kick. Uh, they were just going to. I just thought like that was a really tough one in, in, mm-hmm. in terms of how it all unfolded. Um, it's kind of like if you play in Minnesota, you have to have a bad kicker. Yeah, that's, like, that's the rule. That, yeah, that is the rule. It's yeah. official. I mean, I think we even had Mike Zimmer making an appearance on the uh, hot seat power rankings for two weeks. So, which he deserved, by which the way. he he fully deserved. But uh, you know, they've they've won two in a row, and they're in, in the same situation as the Steelers, back to five hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk Cousins almost fought Mike Zimmer on the sideline two weeks ago. Uh, that was great to see. Uh, Kirk's off. No <laughs> way, Mike Zimmer would have torn him to shreds. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with both of them. So that was kind of a blanket statement. You can kind of pick off wherever you want. I think the Vikings are definitely more impressive. I think although we beat the Raiders when they were four and one at mm-hmm. the time, right? Uh, I, I believe so. Yeah, it was week five that we played them. So they were four and one at the time. They had just come off uh, a loss to the Chargers. No, they would have been three and one because then they went to three and two and oh, they won last week. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But so we beat them. I think that was kind of a weird game. Um, just Justin kind of managed the game. We kind of just ran the ball a whole bunch, and our defense played really well. Kind of shut down Derek Carr. But then this week is started off good, started off really good to get a touchdown on our first drive, but after that it was just kind of a dumpster fire. We couldn't move the ball at all. Offense looked stagnant again. Almost made me wonder if Matt Nagy was like, All right, Bill, let me let me get the reins back for this week <laughs> against the Packers. But Oh, dude, I just I feel bad for Justin just because our offensive line is so bad that even though like he needs to speed up his processing time. He's a rookie, so that's like something he's yeah. having to work through and learn, and just doesn't help when your offensive line is just like, "Hey, here you go, go get a free sack." So it's very true. I, I think I'm just impressed with them in, in perspective of how they played to start the season, specifically that Browns game. Yeah, uh, I can see that the offense is starting to open up. Whether that be the, uh, the OCs, mm-hmm. what's his name, the guy, that's Bill Lazor. Yeah. Um, and I mean, when I say open up, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, it's just it's better than uh, than how it looked. I have, I have some to, I have some statistics when we get to the coaching uh, hot seats. So okay. Just, well, just, Khalil just, Herbert looking good. Yeah, I like him, and the um, whole team really likes him. I think he'll end up eventually taking that two string away from Damian Williams. And also, I saw this last night, but uh, Tree Cone is clear for practice. Oh, that's good. I like so that. hopefully, we get him back sometime. I don't know if he's healthy or not yet, but. I like that. He is cleared. And I mean, to round out the NFC North, we got uh, own six Lions. We got the own six Lions. Uh, big big loss, uh, which would last week, week five. Um, heartbreaker. Dan mm-hmm. Campbell in distraught in tears. Um, lose again. Just get blown out. 
Uh, they're really bad. He cried a little too early. Yeah. But like, he, he should have waited to cry after this game. Yeah, no, I think it should have been like a like an 0-12 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at their schedule. Let me look at it right now. Do they have, do they have any winnable games? Uh, I would highly doubt it. They really don't have many winnable games. They could pull one from the Falcons in December. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, if they beat the Eagles, I'd be pretty upset with the Eagles. They also played the, the Bears. I'm not suggesting that they're going to beat the Bears. It's, you know, I wouldn't be surprised but, if it did happen. So, um, but, but not much to say there. I totally agree. Let's let's, let's just continue to move on. Yeah, let's, NFC South, NFC Bucks, South, the Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks. They're uh, good. they're spreading the ball around, which I really like, especially in their game against the Eagles. Everyone touched it. I think AB had a touchdown. AB's um, looking so good. He's again. looking like he's, he's looking unguardable. Oh yeah, and I love it. I mean, he should have had. Couple of touchdowns in that the Pats game too. He dropped mm-hmm. them, which was a couple weeks ago. But um, Leonard Fournette with two touchdowns. We're getting him going, which is awesome to see. Uh, Mike Evans is always there if you need a sure-handed catch. They're a really good team. And of course, uh, uh, Godwin. Godwin, yeah, yeah. Can't forget about him. So. And Gronk's not even back yet. Yeah, and Gronk's it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's wild. So they got a nice team. Defense a little little suspect with their their DB play. Richard they're, Sherman's yeah. kind of struggling a little bit. He's he's done now. I, uh, I he got hurt. Oh, that's yeah. right. He got hurt pretty yeah. quickly. I think he's it was done. Hammy, right? Yeah. Um, I think they, they they're playing a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball in terms of the secondary. But yeah, I agree. They, they're going to get tested when when they run up against a uh, a real nice offense. Whenever yeah. that may be next. Next I, week. Oh, do they play the? <laughs> yeah, the Bears. The Bears so they're going to be. But it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and, then, and next you got the Saints, uh, who actually also got a bye. Um, they uh, they. Have kind of had a weird start to the season. I feel like they rattled off just a massive win week one. Yeah, and uh, it seems like that was their high point. Mm-hmm. Um, and the win—I mean, the win against Washington two weeks ago was impressive. They had that hail mary at the end of the half that mm-hmm. was like pretty cool. Um, but I don't really know what I think about them, quite honestly. I don't either. I feel like almost that Jameis is being too constrained. Yeah, they, he, they got to just let him. Chuck up a couple picks every once in a while because he's he's not he's not the type of dude to play the little dink and dunk like yeah. Drew Brees system. He's got to be able to just launch him downfield. As we kind of saw in the preseason, the uh, Callaway he had a couple deep shots too, and that's kind of his game. And he had the LASIK. So yeah, so I mean, he's, he's see. seen clear. He's yeah. seen clear. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Saints kind of confused me, and, and so did the Panthers. Quite honestly, I mean, they don't confuse me in the same way because the Saints, I kind of like them straddling between like how good I think they are. Uh, the Panthers are, I think, they're a pretty mediocre team. Um, Sam Darnold just yeah bad think, game last week. I think Sam, week. yeah, I think Sam Darnold is uh, he is who we thought he is. Yeah, and especially <laughs> without Christian McCaffrey, he doesn't have that little yeah. safety blanket. Yeah, I just uh, they're I mean. I fully believe that Matt Rule is building a really nice team there. And I, I said even uh, before the season, I think that they're a year removed from, from winning playoff games. Did Stephon Gilmore play? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think. Okay. I think he just came off the PUP. If Incoming. I yeah. So, I mean, that'll be nice for them, uh, mm-hmm. obviously. I think we didn't even really get to talk about that. The Stephon Gilmore trade was awesome. Um, yeah, they hope to activate Stephon Gilmore this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, mean, I just want to see more of them. I want to see... Uh, Sam Darnold uh, get limit the turnovers and hopefully uh, return to how he was playing at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to the last place, two and three Falcons, who they're rough. Beat the Jets. Who was their other win against? I can't even recall. Uh, Jets and they beat the Jaguars. I don't even know. Oh, I think it was Washington football team. 
Is that it? I'm, I'm pulling it I'm out. I'm not sure. Actually, football team Giants. won that. Giants and Jets. Jets. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So they own New York. But, I mean... They own New York. They, <laughs> and, you know, something nice for them is uh, they had a buy also. But yeah. Kyle Pitts kind of came on for them. He's looking a good. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Especially in London. He, yeah, I was going to say the London game was kind of his uh, his big one, it felt like. Um, so yeah, I think to get him going. Yeah, I think the, the Falcons are... Uh, I think they're a bad team, honestly. Uh, I feel like we've said this like a handful of times the last couple teams we've covered, but um, well, they've been bad for like three years at this point. Yeah, I just I think that they're uh, they're in the process of trying to put together a roster. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm breaking news by saying that, but uh, not much, again another team. There's not much to say there. Yeah, I, who do they play? Forty three in the, the uh, point differential there, and they're the only team that is negative oh, in the division. So. We got a show out this weekend between. Uh, the uh, Falcons and the Dolphins. I'm tuning into that one. I, I'll take, I think the Falcons win that game. <laughs> Hopefully. You never know. But then, I guess, with that being all there is to say about the Falcons, we kind of hop over to the NFC West, which... Yeah, let's finish it up. Two top teams kind of carrying that division. Bottom two teams are both sitting with two wins, but Jack's Cardinals are 6-0. and 6-0, and baby. The first time for the Arizona Cardinals in, uh, in modern history. Um, they're looking good. Quite honestly, I, I try not to get too high on them when they're actually like a good team because I don't have many of those years to, <laughs> to look back on. Um, I think they uh, they really really impressed me this past weekend with their win uh, in Cleveland. Um, I mean, people will fire off all the excuses about Cleveland being banged up and the Cardinals were just as banged up and didn't even have their head coach. Um, I thought that was a really important win. I'm I'm starting to see uh, especially the Niners game. And the Browns game, uh, they're they're pulling together. Specifically, when I say, when I say this, I'm kind of referring strictly to the Niners game. They're pulling off wins that last year and two years ago they never would have been able to. They would have for sure folded. Almost kind of like what we were talking about earlier with like the Cowboys. They're yeah. like going to lose those Cowboys exactly. games. They're they're. I think there's a clear uh, maturity that you can see present um, with the team when you compare it to, like, the, the previous two years. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously, Kyler's playing top-tier ball, and I think that uh, that one of the most under-the-radar signings of the year was uh, A.J. Green. And, uh, I mean, he just has so many weapons right now. If they and can keep it another up, one, too. Yeah, I mean, Zach Ertz coming in is big. Um, Zach Ertz is very limited in terms of after the catch, but I think that he's going to have a pretty solid role in this offense. I think that... Uh, he's going to be pretty big for Kyler on like third and short, third and medium uh, downs and mm-hmm. uh, some like opposite direction uh, throws and stuff like that. But I- I'm pleased with the Cardinals. I think they're showing maturity, and uh, I uh, I want to see how they, they respond with uh, some of their division games coming up. So I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to get too high. <laughs> it's it's understandable though if you do. I'd I'd be just as elated if yeah. my team was six and zero. Oh. But um so then we move on to the Rams who are five and one, the only loss coming to the Cardinals or coming yep. from the Cardinals. Um they looked good this last week, but it was against the Giants. You can't say much about that win. Uh Cooper Cup was just absolutely having his way, which Yeah, it's like an, pretty much an every week occurrence. Mm-hmm. Um except yeah. for that game against the Cardinals, you guys shut him down. Exactly. Um yeah, I mean, I don't think that there's too much to uh, dive into with the uh, with the Rams this past week, and then uh, the week before was uh, would they beat the Seahawks? Yeah, yeah, on Thursday night. And that's when. Um, yeah, and that's when Russell. Yeah, yeah Russell exactly. Wilson got hurt. Um, 
Yeah, I, I think that the Rams are still obviously a really, really good team. Uh, I think that they're certainly one of the uh, five or six best teams in the NFL. Um, and I think that they're on the uh, the short list of the best teams in the NFC. But I think the NFC is turning out to be better than we thought it was. I think that the, the top of the, the top teams of the NFC are better than the top teams of the AFC. Yeah, because, I mean, you have the Cards, the Rams, the Bucks, Packers, Cowboys. Yeah. I, it seems I, to – I mean, and then – I mean, Chargers, Raiders, eh. You'd probably yeah. throw Chiefs in that list just because, you know, they'll be... Who knows the Chiefs right yeah. now, yeah. But, but yeah. Really any, I mean, the Ravens one. are a, a very stout team, and so Ravens. are the Bills. Ra- I mean, those are only two that, like, really pop yeah. out at you, for sure. I, I just think it's funny. I just think that, like, it just goes to show you how much, like, you really just shouldn't listen to the, uh, like, mainstream uh, media outlets that cover the NFL, like, going into a season. I mean, mm-hmm. they had the Cardinals as the, f- like, clear fourth uh, place uh, team in the division had they had the San Francisco 49ers as Super Bowl contenders I, I know we've harped on that but I, I had to really speak that clear into the mic um, sometimes Vegas knows what they're doing sometimes Vegas doesn't know anything yeah now the Niners Jimmy's starting this upcoming Sunday yes Th- that we is don't, we don't know no he up, is up in there. I think it's pretty much uh, it's pointing to that um, that may, that cracks me up so much the fact that I mean, I could talk about this forever. With so the they Niners. pulled in that Matt Nagy, basically. They, they, Essentially, but, but they worse. just weren't. But worse. Oh, really? Because they they weren't really verbal about it. Though. Imagine this: you you trade two additional first round picks for a quarterback who's going to be your future. <laughs> You're redshirting him, which is like that. That's fine. Totally fine. Learn him behind your guy. Your guy gets hurt, so he's your starter, and they kind of play it off like as if like this was their plan all along. Mm-hmm. They use him as a running back in this first game, and he just gets beat up. Like, gets hit so much against the cards. Played, I mean, he ran the ball really effectively. Did you see his hit, Isaiah Simmons' hit on the goal line on Trey Lance? He destroyed him. But at any rate, now Trey Lance is hurt. So now yeah. that they have to play Jimmy again. So I think that they're just kind of looking like a clown show. They, uh, they had to bench Jimmy and then they acted like they wanted to play their rookie, and then now they have to bench their rookie, and then they're just putting Jimmy right back in. Who is He must still be somewhat banked out. Right. Yeah, I mean, they were talking about torn Achilles or something. Like, yeah, they were, they were talking like about game. how he was going to be out for a minute. So. Right. I mean, yeah, that's that's a little worrisome if I'm Lance, too, to see that, that they just want to use me as a running back. I, I think I heard someone say that he almost plays like a less accurate version of Colin Kaepernick, like Colin Kaepernick on his worst days. I, when I watched the game, my instant takeaway was built. He reminds me of the build of a young Cam Newton. He is very big, he's by the way. Guy, like yeah. he's very big. Mm-hmm. I did not. I mean, I knew he was big, but seeing him in person, like he looks like he should be on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, he reminds me of the build in the. I wouldn't say the quick burst, but like he seems like he's just as athletic as Cam was. He's got those long strides. Yeah, uh, but far less accurate of a thrower than. than I feel like everything Cam. I see come out of his hand is a duck. He threw one really good ball that was dropped by uh, I think it was Sanu on a post on, against the Cards, but he had some really bad throws. I don't know if you saw his, his first uh, intercept. Oh, he had one interception. It was just airmail to Buda Baker and then he had one in like the third it wasn't an interception but in the third quarter there was like a comeback route along the sideline and he just put it like six yards over the guy's head just like straight into the out of bounds yeah those are going to be the growing pains yeah that I mean I think the Bears have kind of accepted at this point I think the Niners would be smart for them to do the same yeah 
Uh, we last can kinda, team. Yeah, we can finish it up. We'll, Seahawks. we'll talk to Seahawks. Um, Who we kind of mentioned earlier when we talked about the, the Steelers, but yeah, the, the Russ C- is out. The Russ is out. Geno Smith playing. Uh, DK Metcalf is beefing with Shannon Sharp. Trying to be a hero and yeah. almost loses the game for him. So. Uh, I mean, they did lose. They, so. <laughs> they, ended up, they ended up losing regardless. But it wasn't, was, yeah, yeah. Just get out of bounds. Um, yeah, the, the the Seahawks are in un, uncharted waters for them in the past decade. Their mm-hmm. defense is actually horrible. Um, it's comical that they traded first round picks for Jamal Adams. Did you see, I'm the best in the nation. I'm the best in the nation. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's very embarrassing. Almost because uh, yeah. he got hit in the head with a ball that he yeah. could have easily picked. Like not even like hit in the head, like drilled in the head yeah. with a, a pass from Big Ben. But the Seahawks are very flawed. Yeah, I, ha- I have to ask you too. I've been thinking about this. Uh, when I talk to you and also to Adonis, our friend who's a 49ers fan, you guys both say that your least favorite team in the division is the Seahawks. Is that just because they've been so successful the past decade that you're just so sick of uh, seeing them be good? Or is it like annoying fan base? A combination of both. I've had like, I think their fans have been pretty obnoxious when I've seen them play uh, in Arizona. Um, and yeah, like kind of just like, I mean, they're just, they just whine and like they're such like an angry fan base, it seems like. And they've had one quarterback start every game for the last decade. Like I would, I would do disgusting things to, to have that yeah, in the case for the Cardinals. Yeah, he's so healthy. I mean, like he's, it's, they've been blessed with nothing but good luck. So Absolutely. they just frustrate me. Who? That quarterback going through the pregame routine. Oh, we, we, oh, we have to talk about this. Yeah. So. All right, like it, it, okay, so I don't know if you guys remember a couple years ago when Dak got caught doing the whole hip yeah, thrust yeah. thing, and everyone internet went wild. This is very similar, where it was a pregame routine that Russell Wilson, who's like out for the next like six to eight weeks, was doing just to kind of I guess go do something like some physical activity, get go through the motions when he's at the stadium. But it was almost like so embarrassing because he's like almost like so if, if you've ever seen a little kid like playing in the backyard with the basketball, they're like, all right, three, yeah. two, one, and they miss. They keep getting it. They're like, three, two, one, until they make it, and they're acting like someone's guarding them. It was clearly like... It was like that. It, it seemed like he clearly just wanted it to be on video. Yeah, just to see you know how I mean? committed he was. Yeah, like, and, like how yeah. dedicated he is. Did you see that tweet where it was like, this is a dedication at Aaron Rodgers, and it was like the video of Russell's... Dude, oh, so funny. When I saw that, I was like, what is yeah. even going on? But, because I was watching that game with my dad, and he was even confused about that. But uh, that was funny. Kind of a rough look. Yeah. Rough look. But, uh, you know, he just loves the game so much, he just needs to get back at it. <laughs> he just can't be away from it, not even he, for one week. Yeah, he's which would be the like, first week ever. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so I guess that kind of wraps up basically every single team in the yeah, NFL. Yeah. We, uh, well, actually, it is a 425, and we are planning to watch this opening NBA game at 430 together uh, that we're going to be discussing um, in, our, in some of our upcoming content. So, I think we're gonna finish really quick in terms of we're gonna do a little uh, run through a couple more segments really fast. Oh uh, yeah, real quick. We're gonna let's start off with hot seat power rankings. Okay, um, I think that that is is appropriate because we already have a coach that got fired. Gruden's gone, and uh, it wasn't even like it, was, it wasn't performance based. It wasn't performance based. It was kind of out of the blue um, because I, of all those emails. Yeah, and exactly. The, I, I don't think we need things. to. Uh, we, I, don't, I don't think we're breaking news for anyone. Yeah. Uh, who's listening here? But uh, yeah. So he's gone. He's gone, and so now we got to reshuffle. The, we got to reshuffle him. I think both of us have unanimous number one being Urban Meyer still. 
I would still, and it's sad because it seems like a huge weight was lifted when they won. Oh, I know. Uh, they won, but I just, that yeah. doesn't get him out of the clear yet. You know, it's still something very terrible that he did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think both, I think both of us still have him at the number one spot. Who's your number two? I think we're probably going to agree on this, but, uh, I would say that my number two has to be Joe Judge. I have that as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, th- I when I look at it, like, and I think to myself, do I see you know Brian Flores getting fired? No, I think that there's some circumstances they all understand in Miami. Mm-hmm. Do I see you know uh, what is his name uh, David Coley getting fired? Yeah, I can see that happen. But like at the same time, David Coley is taking over a horrible roster. Yeah, and this is Joe Judge's third year mm-hmm. with this team. Yeah, and, it might be second or third. Yeah, I, I, I'm not whatever. Sure. Either way, they've gotten worse. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. We've mentioned various times throughout this podcast that. They can't win at home, which is kind of a red flag. And also, issue. an issue. I, I found out this week that he makes his players run laps, which just yeah. seems kind of comical that you're making grown men who make more money than you like jog around a field or like sprint around a field. So I like just very odd coaching methods, and I think those coaching methods are going to make it very easy to fire him at some point in the season I if agree. they don't turn it around. And you were right; it's, it is his second year, but yeah, I, I think that it, he just has has to have the shortest leash. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who would you who would you even put it at three? I'm sticking with Matt Nagy, okay. uh, and just kind of what I mentioned. I have some stats just about the offense, and I, him, I say these because he's the quote unquote offensive guru. Get your pain out. Get your pain out. I got my pain out. I'm getting it out right now. So, two hundred and forty six point two yards per game, which is thirty second in the league. 4.27 yards per play, 32nd. Uh, 129 rush yards, which is 7th, so that's where we're shining a little bit. Um, yards per carry, 4.42. 117.2 pass yards per game, which, as you guessed, 32nd in the league. Uh, 4.72 nice. yards per play, or per pass, 32nd in the league. Uh, 14.77% sacks allowed per pass, 32nd in the league. 33% on third down, 28th in the league. And then 16.3 points per game, which is 30th. So a lot of 32s and 30s. He's got his team rallying. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I understand that the offensive line isn't great, but, like, dude, you That's can't rough. have those statistics and not be on this list in my mind. Maybe I'm biased because I get to watch it every Sunday, so I just it frustrates me. But So he's my number three, personally. I get it, totally. Yeah. Um, and then let's just finish this off. Let's do uh... – All right. LeBron, go down. Ah! LeBron, he's throwing off hard. Tell me, who started off hard this week, Sam? So for me, so it seems to me that it was a great running back week. I think there was a lot of running backs that uh, had very good rushing performances, which Leonard Fournette, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Daryl Henderson Jr., and Daryl Williams had good performances. But I think this man is also on your list. And if you want to go ahead and talk to him, he's the king of all these running backs this week. King Henry, Derrick Henry. Henry. Um, I mean, I think it's unreal when, as a team, that, that being the Titans, they can be down in games and run their way back into a football game. Yeah. Kind of unheard of because he actually can like change the game at any moment with a breakaway run. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a tweet that was really funny. Uh, when I sent you that excerpt last night, and I sent everyone about how like the Titans almost traded Derrick Henry yeah, uh, in 2018. To keep Deion Lewis. Yeah, and it was like uh, someone tweeted. I think it was Bill Barnwell, but I don't want to like inappropriately uh, – uh, well, I just did, so whatever. <laughs> it, it, well, it might be him. I don't know. But I think he tweeted it, and uh, it was like – the NFL significantly changed after Derrick Henry's 99-yard touchdown. Uh, was who was it against the uh, uh, 
the one on primetime where he ran 99 exactly. yards. Was it Jags? Was it Jaguars? I think it was. Jags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was. I think he sent Miles Jack back into the. Yeah, exactly. Thing. But at any rate, yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry is just on a different planet. I mean, he has, what, 783 yards through six games? I mean, that's on pace for 2,400. And last uh, night he had the fastest. Uh, Rushing touchdown. Well, it was just the fastest, whoever, the fastest player on the field Jeez, through the first bro. six weeks. So that's that was, ridiculous. That's pretty crazy at his size. Yeah, but since uh, 2019, averaging over 100 yards a game. Mm. Just want to throw that in there. So just to move along from that, who's obviously the king of all these players that we're about to yep. list, um, I would say Cooper Cup, but that was kind of I feel like a given against the Giants. Uh, yes. So I I, I want to highlight CD. CeeDee Lamb had a great game. Nine receptions on 11 targets for 149 yards and two touchdowns. Plus, to be on the start-off hard list, you have to do something hard. Yep. And CeeDee, after he scored the uh, touchdown in the game, looked at Jalen Mills and gave him a little yeah. a little wave a little uh, right, right to the face, which was it doesn't go down in the, in the statistical record book, but definitely deserves to be uh, noted. I love that. And... Uh, should we should we wrap it up, or you want to do one more? I'm I'm good. All right, let's let's we'll wrap it up here, and uh, we're actually well, very quickly. We should do. Oh yes, yes, our, we need to do our uh, our uh, predictions predictions for week seven. So just really quick, Jack has officially caught up to me. Bridge the gaps. So we're both sitting at fifty seven for seventy eight. Uh, this past week he was eleven for fourteen, and I was nine for fourteen. So just really quick, let's kind of roll through um, Thursday night game Broncos at Browns. I I got Browns. I'm probably going to do the exact same thing because even though they're beat up, I just don't trust Broncos right now. Panthers and Giants. That's uh, weird. That is a really weird game. Jeez, I'll take the Panthers. I am also going to take the Panthers. I almost took the Giants. Uh, Jets at Patriots. Patriots. I'm also going to take the Pats. Uh, Chiefs at Titans. Uh, I'll take the Chiefs. I'm also going to take the Chiefs, as I think I mentioned earlier. Uh, football team at Packers. Uh, I'll take the Packers. Yeah, me too. So, so far we're... This seems like a, we're just going to get screwed. <laughs> Falcons at Dolphins. Um, Falcons at Dolphins. I'll take the Falcons, actually. I think the Dolphins are pretty bad. I was also going to take the Falcons. Oh, jeez. I need to break away here. Uh, Bengals at Ravens. I mean, come on. I got the Ravens, but I think that could be a little trap one. I got the Ravens too. I just I don't know. I can't see them losing to the Bengals. Lions at Rams revenge game for Jared Goff. <laughs> Rams by a hundred. Yeah, Rams for sure. So so far we're the exact same. So we have a couple more games here. Eagles at Raiders. This is kind of split. Eagles at Raiders. I'll probably take the Raiders. I'll take. I'll just split. I'll take Eagles. I have a feeling. Yeah, I don't know. I just. I have a feeling. Uh, Texans at cards. I know where you're going. Cards. Going the same spot. Cardinals for me. Uh, Bears at Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bucks. I'm also gonna take the Bucks. Like I understand loyalty thing, but it just like I don't know. I, I <laughs> couldn't even say it straight. I, lo- I love my Bears, but Bucks are playing so good. Uh, Colts at Niners. That's a tough one. I think I might take the Niners, and I, I feel like that could be wrong. I'm gonna go Colts. And then finally. The Monday night game, Saints at Seahawks. Oh, it's such a. Why do the Seahawks keep getting primetime games? Especially without. Uh, I'll Russell take the Saints. Wilson. That sucks. I took Saints as well. So we. Do we have two differences? Only have different. Yeah, 49ers and Colts, and then Raiders Eagles. So awesome. That ends off our podcast for today. Thank you for listening to our uh, episode five. 
Episode five. Yeah. Episode five. Um, it's so like as we mentioned, we're going to get into some NBA. We uh, have the season starting today, and then I believe uh, starting tomorrow, we got a pretty much full slate of games. So yeah. uh, you're probably going to start seeing, as we've alluded to, uh, a bunch of different content coming out. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's go Lakers. Stay tuned. Uh, go Russ. Go Cards. Uh, go everything. Um, <laughs> go life. <laughs> <laughs> go life. All right. Peace. Peace.